0: Hello and welcome to what is hopefully the first episode of a new podcast by Rooster Teeth Productions. Uh, this one's called Face, <laughs> and uh, it stars myself, uh, Jeff Ramsey, co creator of Rooster Teeth, and my two co workers, and more importantly, lifelong friends, uh, Gavin Free. Hello. Hey, buddy, and Andrew Panton. Hello. Uh, the point of this podcast, Face, is is uh, it's sort of that thing you do where uh, I can best describe it, and Andrew and I have been using this as ver as a verb for a little while, I can best describe it as shooting yourself in the foot to make you laugh. Right? Uh, doing something fair. dumb and funny that ultimately probably uh, causes more harm to you than good, but as long as it makes you laugh and you're the butt of your own joke, it doesn't matter. As someone who's known you for a long time, Jeff, uh, you've been f-
1: facing for your entire life.
0: Uh well, Gavin, uh I have I had a bad run there. I will say part of I think why I'm fascinated by Andrew is uh you knew me probably at the worst period <laughs> in my life for <laughs> facing. Yeah. Uh I you I've been married twice for uh, grand total of about 22 years. And uh, the, my second marriage, uh, which lasted about 12 years, uh, to a lovely woman who, uh, unfortunately, was married to me at the part of my life in my 30s, my late 20s and early 30s, when, Gavin, when you uh, you knew me best, you were living with us, where yeah. I could not stop cutting off my nose to spite my own face to make myself laugh. And uh, ultimately, that marriage ended in divorce. Uh, who, who can blame her? But I will say, a good thing that came out of it is I learned to stop I don't do it anymore. I don't do you it don't as much do it anymore. anymore. I don't do it like I did. There were some times where uh, you would you would be on the
1: brink of making a joke or a comment that would make you laugh, and you knew it was going to cause something to happen. And there would yeah. be moments where you would just, like, sat on the couch, and your face would scrunch up, and you'd start kicking your legs to try and hold it in, and then you would just say <laughs> the comment.
0: <laughs> and that would be it for the evening. <laughs> or the weekend, or whatever, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> what I appreciate is... Uh, you make it sound like a choice like this is a fascinating <laughs> thing to hear for me I, this isn't i may, I don't calculate my f- facing it just happens <laughs> i'm right. just constantly fucking up by accident making a complete ass of myself
0: so you can't turn it off
2: <laughs> no there's no turning on or off this is i'm just existing i'm just this hmm. is my
0: life it's why i think you're a unique individual andrew because uh I It was a compulsion for me for sure, and it still is, but it's one that I've learned to control. I think you have no impulse control when it comes to this kind of stuff.
2: Do you think it's my fault?
0: And I, well, yeah, a little bit, or really? genetic or whatever, but that's, it's, that's- it's, it's kind of funny. It's, you, you are what I call the best-kept secret of Rooster Teeth. You are this weird, I think the closest approximation is you're kind of like a performance artist, uh, it would be the best way I could describe it. A comedic performance artist. And every day of your life, you live it in a different, unique way that usually backfires on you. And Gavin and I have essentially been having this podcast with you for like the last five years. And we've been very selfish to keep it between the, the three of us. Well, that was a thing
1: I, I was mentioning. This is back when we were in the office and stuff. I would come in and just fill Jeff in on, on the latest Andrew Antics. and I, and, then I, and then at one point, I think... I think while we were doing like Vicious Summer or something, I was like, I think Andrew's the funniest person in Achievement Hunter, and he doesn't even work here. We need a show where we just hear about his weird antics.
0: No, for sure, Gavin. It's, it's kind of a, a nut we've been trying to crack for a long time is how do you harness the power of an Andrew Panton and focus it into into some sort of content. And we struggled forever. I don't know why it never crossed our minds to have a podcast until <laughs> it, it hit me like two months ago. I don't know why it took f- like five years to figure out to just uh, get in a room and talk. Apparently, that idea was, uh, it was t- too much for my feeble brain. I actually thought about calling this the Andrew podcast, just calling it Andrew, no other explanation. But that didn't seem dumb enough. And so I thought, why not name uh, well, first off, the point of Rooster Teeth Productions is, uh, as a production company, is to make money. We make a lot of podcasts, a lot of content on the internet. Millions and millions of people across the world uh, tune in, thankfully. Uh, and so, I think the ultimate face is to call a podcast that needs to sell advertisements <laughs> an unsellable name.
1: In a super oversaturated market where there's a certain amount of money to go around <laughs> and there's a billion podcasts,
0: and this one's called face. Yes, there are over 1 million podcasts in existence right now, I believe. And uh, as far as I know, this is the only one called F*** Face. Now, that might mean we're brilliant, but it probably doesn't.
2: I checked the podcast charts yesterday to see the closest or the highest ranking podcast I could find that blanks its own name. It's like 126. So we got a (laughs) shot. We could run the hundreds. Okay. It's possible. I will say... I'm really glad you didn't go with Andrew because I mentioned at the time if you did I would feel obligated to change my name because it would be really funny if we had a podcast <laughs> called Andrew nobody on it was called Andrew like you're the further like... it went the funnier it would become uh, and uh, when I I ran that idea by my mom she cried <laughs> so that would have been a problem
1: she was very committed to the name I like the idea of you going <laughs> you going down to the courthouse it's like well, why are you changing your name it's because well the, the new name isn't a podcast.
2: <laughs> you have, i mean it's a great bet you'd have to do it
0: <laughs> now andrew you were telling me uh you were listening to another podcast we do the rt podcast the Rooster teeth podcast and we were having a conversation about i don't even remember what it was gav do you remember something about getting face tattoos some of like that, and uh, preface it by saying, if you're not familiar with Rooster Teeth, I uh, I have 152,000 tattoos, like uh, from the neck down to my feet and my arms and my hands are all covered in tattoos. But it'll be a cold day in hell before I get a face tattoo. That's uh, that's a bridge too far for me, I think. Uh, but then again, I'm not a mumblecore rapper who's 19 and uh, <laughs> full of ennui, so maybe I'm. It's just not for me. Uh, but Andrew, you said that reminded you of a story and kind of the point of this podcast is to let you tell the stories of the dumb things that you've done or brilliant things or just mediocre things. Uh, what is your face tattoo story?
2: Well, the conversation on the podcast was you were saying, Gavin, would you be willing to take a million dollars to have a company advertise on your face? Like, would that be an exchange you'd be willing to make? And as someone who did that, I made a... It wasn't even a bet, which is probably the worst part. I'm someone, if I declare something, I'll own up to it. And it was a what was it, college football game, I think, right, Jeff? I think it was Alabama versus Auburn. And I said yeah. if Alabama lost, I would get a temporary Mike Tyson face tattoo <laughs> wear it every day of the week for the next week. And they blew it. <laughs> they like threw like multiple interceptions. They threw a pick six. It was terrible. And so now I felt locked in. To having this Mike Tyson tattoo <laughs> I like the
1: the, f- the first f- face stories that you f- faced your face
2: yeah <laughs> your I face. Did. but what's like it's fascinating Jeff you talking about it, I never even considered you obviously have tons of tattoos are you aware of your tattoos like when you walk around are are you mindful of like what they are and and that you have them
0: uh no not at yeah. all I, I that you get tattooed when you have enough tattoos uh, you start to get like tattoo blindness. I don't even think about it. I forget that I have tattoos. And sometimes if I walk by a mirror or something, not at home, but if I'm like, and obviously not outside because nobody leaves their house anymore. But if I were to walk by like downtown and like a window, you know, like a department store or something, you see reflection. If I see myself with tattoos, even though I'm 44 and I've had tattoos for since I was 18, uh, yeah, it still catches me off guard sometimes. And I'm like, what the, oh, right. That's me. I'm that guy. I have this.
2: That's sort of where my insight came in, because when I got the face tattoo, you would think that you'd be really mindful of the fact that you have a Mike Tyson face tattoo. Never crossed my mind at all. I'd constantly forget I had it. Like, the first time I interacted with someone, I had, like, food delivered, and they looked at me really weird, and I was kind of, I, I thought it was strange, the interaction. It's like, what, why were they staring? Like, what was, that was awkward. And then I saw myself in the mirror, and was like, oh, right, I have a fucking Mike Tyson face tattoo. You would constantly forget. So I think you would easily like it would make complete sense to I would be willing to do that. I'd have a brand tattoo on my face because you just forget that it's there.
0: That's an unmissable design, too. Was there a moment when you had that Mike Tyson tattoo for a week? A, by the way, lucky you didn't get sued by Mike Tyson or the tattoo artist because that was a whole (laughs) kerfuffle way back in the day. Uh, But uh, was there ever a moment where you felt kind of like a tough guy or like you intimidated somebody?
2: Not at all. Never.
0: <laughs> that's just not in me.
2: I I could never be the tough guy. It's impossible. I love listening to, like, my favorite. I was uh, watching a, a documentary recently. Uh, Vince McMahon one time went into a strip club where filled with wrestlers. It was, like, a bunch of people that worked for him. And he had every single wrestler perform their finisher on him in the strip club just because. <laughs> like, I love dumb tough guy shit, but that's just not in my
0: DNA. <laughs> big fan of (laughs) it. so you're saying you're less of a vince mcmahon oh couldn't be less yeah (laughs) okay well that's good i'm getting a clear mental if i didn't know who if i didn't know you in person i would have a pretty clear mental picture of you right now and by the way you and i had this bet i'm from alabama i'm a university of alabama fan it's largely the only reason that i have uh that i can point to that's a thing to be proud of in alabama and so uh It it was uh, delightful to watch you go through the process of being disappointed by a far superior football team because I've been doing it my whole life. And uh, it was a second layer of entertainment for me. But what was the embarrassing thing that happened to you?
2: I, uh, this is like, this is embarrassing on like a a level that isn't even related to the tattoo. I don't understand how hair works. Like, I don't, I don't know how to, (laughs) I don't know how to communicate how I want my hair cut. So I've had like three stylists my entire life, Uh, like one when I was a kid and then one when I was like middle age. And I went to that guy literally until he died. And now I went to this third guy. This is literally this is how it goes. I meet a guy. We come to an agreement on what it'll look like. If I like it, then that just becomes the thing. And I just say, just give me what I normally get, because I don't know how to verbally communicate what I actually want. The problem is that guy switched. He was stressed working at a salon, so he switched to work in a retirement home. So I get my hair cut at a retirement home, <laughs> which is not a place you want to go to with a Mike Tyson tattoo. I really More should have. at all right. Not a place you can go right now, right? No, yeah, no. That's another problem. I have no idea when I'll be able to get my hair cut. No clue. <laughs> it could be months. Probably will be months, but
0: it might even be longer. How old are you, Andrew? You're like 24, 25? 25. 25. You're a 25-year-old man who goes to a retirement home to get his hair cut. <laughs> I
2: didn't choose the retire. Listen, he went there. I'm loyal. I get my that's, guy.
0: I that's stay so with loyal. my guy. <laughs> that's too loyal. That's too loyal. Like I don't just, know. You Canadians are just too polite.
2: Well, honestly, it comes down to I don't know how hair works. Do you know how hair works, Gavin? Like, when you get your hair cut, what do you, do you communicate?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's along the same lines where you're just like, hey, try try this, and then you eventually find one that you like, and then you stick with it. It's like when, when you're creating a character in a video game and you just hit X to randomize mm-hmm. until you're like, ah, that one looks all right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't like, there's probably a thing, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend that I have any concept. I have zero understanding of how hair works. So I go to a retirement home.
1: And, uh, oh, uh, uh, before you go on, I want to know how far you would have gone to follow this guy. Like, what if you, what if you like moved to a volcano or something? Would you, how, would you sack him off at that point?
2: Is the volcano local? <laughs>
0: The, did he move? Is the retirement home closer than where you used to get your hair cut? Like, did it, was it a distance savings or anything?
2: No, I mean, I live on an island in a small town. So it's like, no matter where you go, it's 15 minutes. So there's no, that's not a factor
0: at all. In your small, weird Canadian island town, are you well known? Like, are you that weird kid that does the weird stuff?
2: We'll say that I'm known.
0: I'm known <laughs> okay. in some capacity. Known in some capacity. <laughs> a bit of a local celebrity. <laughs> A little Uh, bit. There may be people wanting me to run for mayor. (laughs) Which, by the way, I have the newspaper article you sent me from the thing you're talking about. I'm going to get it framed and hanging in my office. Is that a future episode? I think that's probably a future episode. Okay. Oh, my God. So, after your week of of walking around Canada with this shitty Mike Tyson tattoo, your big insight is that you would get a face tattoo for a million dollars?
2: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Because you don't notice it. Like, I don't care. I'm, I am don't look at myself in the mirror all that often. It's not something I need to... It's really an inconvenience for everyone around me. And for a million dollars, I'm totally fine with that.
0: How do you think your hairstylist would feel about it? Or a barber, I guess. <sighs>
2: I, don't, uh, I don't think they, they'd care. Are you close to this guy in the retirement home? No, we have a routine. We go in. I pretend that I care about tennis. We talk about tennis for like 10 minutes. <laughs> He pretends that he cares about hockey. We talk about hockey for 10 minutes. Then we just kind of struggle to talk about movies that uh, he hasn't seen.
0: How long has he been cutting your hair?
2: Uh, four years, maybe? Three years? Oh.
1: So he's got about six years left in him of cutting your hair before he dies? or um,
2: You know what? He's older. So, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous retirement is on uh, on the verge so yeah i'll be looking for a guy i think in the near future
0: <laughs> does he have like a slightly younger protege in the home that you could transition over to
2: that's uh you know what i didn't consider that i don't think so i think he's uh it's a one-man shop there's another lady that does massages he's the hair guy i think uh they would be the enemy in the retirement home
1: here's why you shouldn't d- take the million dollars and take the the brand deal across your face, you will spend that million dollars on just being you, and it would immediately be gone. And then you would have a tattoo and no million dollars. You would just f- face the
0: money away.
2: I would bet it all on Alabama and then lose it again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> that's no joke. You probably would. Oh, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> ay <Ay-ay-ay>. ay <laughs> I forgot you're into betting now. You're into gambling these days, too a little bit. I was gonna I was gonna recommend that we uh, if this podcast grows uh continues first of all and then grows to the level of I don't know, like a Joe Rogan or a Howard Stern or a Tom Segura, which is I'm, I I'm sure we're we're headed straight towards. Oh yeah. that we could we would maybe do a like some sort of a go fund me to raise a million dollars to get Andrew like the Mike Tyson face tattoo or something even dumber. I'd have to determine what that is. But now I don't want to do it because you're just going to piss it all away gambling on football. I, I, I don't gamble that much.
1: Didn't you take out like 106 bets on something recently?
2: That was an Achievement Hunter thing. I feel like I get an excuse on that. I We did the Super Bowl video and you guys always joke of like, this is the gambling guide. So I scanned it and I made 100 bets on like every single possible outcome you could have in that game. And we were profitable. We made like two cents. It was totally
0: worth it. <laughs> How much money were you betting with on 106 separate bets?
2: Oh, it was ten I put ten dollars in and I think I, I made like it was the minimum amount I could bet. It was cents. It was like pennies every bet.
1: But you were making money on stuff that wasn't in the game, right? As well. You were making money on like Oh,
2: I made so much money off JLo lo <laughs> Jenny from <laughs> the block. There was a leak that evening that Jenny from the block was gonna be the opening Super Bowl song for her. And it was like four to one. So I put some money down on that. I made like $250 off Jenny from the block. It was a great moment. It was more <laughs> thrilling than the game.
1: You should take that money and buy that many copies of Jenny from the block.
0: He can't. I'm because he lost it all in the other bets. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. I'm up. I don't. This is slander. <laughs> we should call you Andrew from the block. That should be your new
2: nickname. <laughs> you talked about the GoFundMe idea. That, that's, a, that's an interesting approach. I wanted to see how viable... This concept actually was so I reached out to like 30 companies I'd say mm-hmm. pitching them <laughs> if they would be interested in advertising via face tattoo are you serious yeah I re- sent out you emails <laughs> I sent out DMs I reached out to a lot of big companies and I got replies I got did some responses <laughs> Tide came in immediately and uh, gave me opinions on the viability. Tied
1: the detergent company? Tied the detergent
2: company, yeah. They had they had some thoughts. They were on the ball. I gotta give them credit for their customer service. Very quick to respond. They were next day. Everybody else, a little bit slower. I can not say as of today, for potential sponsors, we can rule out Coca-Cola and Lego. <laughs> not that interested. Coca-Cola <laughs> refuses to give me their agency addresses. They say they do all their advertising through agencies, and they will not. Give that information as to where they will be filming, uh, and Lego <laughs> called it a unique partnership that uh, they appreciate, but they're uh, not interested this current time. So, I think even me saying yes, I would do it. We're struggling right and The market isn't there, is what I've learned from uh, <laughs> my emails. <laughs>
1: what, what was the most unrealistic company you reached? Like I'm imagining you reaching out to like GE or something, or like Boeing.
2: Uh, Procter and Boeing wasn't good. (laughs) Procter and Gamble
0: replied that because they own Tide. You're going to the wrong places. If (laughs) that's the problem, I think that you should uh you should reframe who who you're who you're seeking after here. I think if you went after like a porn company or something a little more risque, a little more adventurous. Mm -hmm. Like Dan Bilzerian, that dude's got $10 billion and he sells weed, right? Like if you went to Dan Bilzerian, like DM that guy, and say for a million dollars, I'll get Dan Bilzerian's (laughs) face and a weed leaf on my forehead, I bet you'd have more success.
2: (laughs) That's a good point. I haven't considered though morally if I would be okay with that. I don't know if I'm a a Dan Bilzerian guy. Pornhub maybe, I'm I'm okay with Pornhub. (laughs) But, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I I, I, I guess reservations
1: <laughs> about Bill Sirian.
2: I don't you know what I don't know about him, I need to do my research before I'd be willing to commit oh, my face. Oh man.
1: I think he chucked a woman off his rooftop and broke her leg once. Did he oh. really? I don't think it was malicious, I think it was part of a photo shoot, but you know, he doesn't oh. have a he doesn't have a good arm when it comes to throwing women.
2: Well that's one of my top considerations, so I guess he's off the list.
0: Well, I hadn't considered the the moral uh, obligations you have. You are going to be advertising that product for the rest of your life. And if you do, uh, if you're like anti-throwing women off of buildings and uh, anti-weed, I can see how that, that would be a problem for you. Not
2: anti-weed. I don't want to be political. Anti-throwing women. I feel pretty safe in declaring that that's a thing right. I'm against.
0: Sure. I think it's a good one to get behind, actually. that's like Especially if you're going to run for mayor of your small Canadian town someday. You'd be like, uh, it could be one of your platforms. Like, if you elect Andrew Panton, if you elect face-tattooed Andrew Panton, nobody, men or women, old or young, will be thrown off a building (laughs) in my town. It just has his stats, like an amount
1: of dollars and (laughs) the amount I'm investing in healthcare, and then a zero, the amount of women (laughs) I've thrown.
2: Crash pads all over the place, just (laughs) in case. I can't predict what'll happen
0: everywhere, but we'll be prepared. You can have a sign up. that's like days since someone was thrown off building in our town. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you, uh, in your wildest dreams, expect someone to respond uh, in the affirmative? that Yes, we're interested in going down this path with you.
2: I did because, well, probably because I'm dumb. And also because of my, like, whenever I do stuff like this, I typically get replies. It's amazing how often people respond to stuff, is what I've learned. I just randomly emailed the head of Xbox a few months ago <laughs> about something, and he replied like that day, and we had an ongoing dialogue. <laughs> this is like, it's ridiculous. You just, if you reach out to people, I find they respond if you write a decent email.
0: Yeah, you're, a, you're pretty fearless with that, I gotta say. I remember one time, uh, co- maybe a couple years ago now, I just loaded up Twitter, and you were having a conversation with Norm MacDonald, who is my favorite comedian on earth. <laughs> Yeah, I just what like, how the about? fuck, how the fuck, and you can hear us say fuck, because we can say fuck, by the way, and we can say face, but for some reason, if we say them together, you can say fuck and face, but if you say fuck face, see that, that was a, did you hear oh, that? yeah. Bleep? Yeah, that, isn't that weird? Yeah. Fuck face. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck and face, totally fine. I don't get it. That'll be something for our audio engineers to look into. But uh, yeah, and you're just like you're just having a random conversation about fucking—I don't even remember what it was. Was it golf or something? With my favorite comedian of all time, just because you decided I'm gonna talk to Norm Macdonald and see what happens.
2: He's just replying to a lot of people, and I also Norm Macdonald was probably my favorite stand-up comedian as well. Uh, so I just sent him a, a message, and he replied. In a conversation, I saw him live, and we talked about that briefly, and I got him to sign a book for us. Like that—that that is even more impressive, I think, than the interaction as able to organize him signing books for us.
0: Yeah, I will say that one of the nicest things or one of the best things about you as a human being is you're very generous uh, in general, but you're very generous with your uh, with your bravery. <laughs> and uh, you, knowing that I was such a, such a Norm Macdonald fan, it was very sweet of you to then get him to autograph a book for me. I really appreciate that.
2: I think it's funny you call it bravery. I think that's just where my brain is broken in some way. I didn't view any of that as brave or intimidating to do at all. <laughs> Uh, that's the opposite of me.
1: I don't want to talk to anybody. Have you ever been nervous?
2: Oh, yeah all the time. I constantly have anxiety just about dumb things though not I guess Things that normal people get anxiety about.
0: What are you nervous about today?
2: I, you know what today? Uh, getting my pop filter installed and then having to attach it to a fire extinguisher as a last-minute solution.
0: Wait
1: what that
2: was <laughs> I? Uh, I couldn't figure out how to attach my pop filter Gavin. I'll send you a photo.
1: So it's on a fire extinguisher in front of me. I have a
2: fire extinguisher pointed at my face right now (laughs) on my desk. Because it was the only thing I could find in my room that I could attach the pop filter to because it wouldn't fit on the mic. And uh, I had a great moment where I moved the mic and I'm like, why isn't the pop filter moving with it? Oh, it's on a fire extinguisher. That's why they're not actually connected.
0: I gotta say, uh, I'm impressed that you have a fire extinguisher in your room. That's very safe.
2: I, you know, it's just one of those, I, got, I bought one of those stupid Boring Company flamethrowers, and I thought if I have a flamethrower, I should probably also have a fire extinguisher, and, uh, it, I opened it, put it under my desk, and it has been there ever since.
0: Is Andrew still your spray in, uh, Gmod, Jeff? Yeah, Andrew is still my spray in Gmod. Uh, If you're not a video gamer, uh, what that is, a spray is uh, when you're playing a PC game, you can assign a picture to a key, oftentimes the F key. If you hit that button, it just puts that image up on a wall. It kind of like sprays it up on the wall. That's why they call it a spray. And so I have a picture up anytime I play any Steam games. uh, It's of Andrew Panton with a mustache. And just the look on your face in the photo, it makes me laugh every time I see it. And also because I don't think you could grow a mustache if you had to. Like, if I gave you $1,000 to grow a mustache today, could you?
2: Oh. Are we making a bet? Like, what do you mean? How long do I have? How long do I have to grow this mustache? You have
0: two weeks to grow a mustache.
2: Oh,
1: no chance in two weeks. Well, (laughs) what's the the money involved? You don't need funds to grow any face. No, no. Like, I.
2: I think. Listen, I feel like there's probably products that exist that could enhance that or make that easier for you. Oh, I don't know what's on the market.
0: I don't even. Think I'd, I'd that. have to do some
2: research. I would absolutely steroid it up if I needed to for this. <laughs> I have no shame.
0: But as a as a general course of action, you are not a facial hair uh, capable man.
2: I mean, I, I I can grow like I don't know. No, like I, I can't go Grizzly Adams, but I grow facial hair. Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a human being man,
0: I believe Well, I want to see you, alright, now here's my new charge to you, sir, I would like to see you grow out a normal, like, what, what Andrew's actual mustache would look like, not one that you super glued to your face and were stuck with for however long that was What was the story behind that? Why did you have that mustache? We were having a family dinner party and somebody bought a bunch of goofy mustaches,
2: and the natural adhesive didn't really stick to my lip, so I used, like, Gorilla Glue to lock it in place <laughs> And I thought it was like, great, it's now locked in. And it was it was really locked in. And it became a problem. I could not get it off.
1: So did you just have to wait until your skin just regenerated enough times until it dropped <laughs> off? How does that work?
2: I had it for like a day and a half. And I, I got rid of it by going to a store and getting nail polish remover.
1: And then, uh, <laughs> so you had to mask. go to a store with it on.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I was in public with that thing on. I got more looks about the face tattoo than the mustache.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Gorilla glue. Dude. It's the, the, the glue we had.
0: I needed okay. a good adhesive. Fair enough. So, Andrew, do you got any other f- faces uh, that you've been a part of lately? You want to talk about Animal Crossing at some point, right? Yeah. How are you guys doing in the turnip? Are you guys in the turnip game this week? Dude, I'm in the turnip game. I just made a... Uh <clears throat> I just went to a friend's island, took half my turnips, uh, I invested 650000 uh if, you, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, in the mega popular video game Animal Crossing that came out right as the pandemic hit, so everybody's playing it, they have a stock market, like an STALK market, and you can buy turnips on Sundays and then sell them throughout the week, uh, uh, f- hopefully for a profit, but very often for a loss, and so I started my uh, my turnips with, I had $650,000 uh, I invested this week. And I'm I'm currently I've made about 800 grand and I still have about half my turnips left to sell.
1: Yeah, I made about 1.4. What was your what was the p- buying price? 93 and I sold for like five something.
0: You sold for five something. Oh my god
1: what do
2: you typically sell at? Well, you just said you sold five thirty eight, and he did it. He mentioned it so casually, like, "Yeah, why wouldn't I?" Like, that's the minimum he would sell at.
0: No, I'd probably anything above four four hundred. Probably I'd sell. Jesus Christ, what life are you living? I, I I'm lucky if I get two hundred. If it's my island,
1: I'll sell for way less because you don't have to take the trip. But if I'm flying somewhere, you, you wanna you wanna make it worthwhile.
0: I see you're leveraging uh, your Gavin Free from the slow mo guys fame to. Uh, Take advantage of some poor fan out there who uh, just wants Gavin to step on his island.
1: I'm actually leveraging um, I'm Meg Turney's boyfriend game because uh, she she gets the hookups. I don't, I don't I don't really put myself out there. I'm too scared. Yeah. to.
0: I do the same thing. My girlfriend <laughs> does all the. She negotiates all the islands and stuff with her friends, and then Meg
1: will run in and be like, "Ah, oh, we got we got this price on this island." And I'll be like, "Oh, could I come?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
2: I'm in the same boat. You don't feel like that's cheating at all? Moving turns to different islands. No. Taking advantage of the system. Mm,
0: I think what Gavin did is cheating. Uh, the only items, uh, the only <laughs> islands I've gone to are are friends of my girlfriend. So they have like a little. They actually have a text group. Uh, and uh, like her and her sister and all their friends that are all playing together, and then they just post their, they post their turnip prices twice a day, and then whoever's got the best price, you know, we just go there. I I, I feel like that's within the spirit of the game because yeah. I literally I physically know the people whose islands I'm going to. Unlike Gavin, who uh, is uh, dirty. I I feel like it's it's not in the spirit of the game, but you can. It's not too far, like, you can see
1: the spirit of the game from where I am. You're just, it's not in the spirit (laughs) of the game.
0: It's on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I, Andrew, you're probably worse than both of us put together, though, because you had a racket going where you were selling access to your island, for Christ's sake. It wasn't my island,
2: first of all, and second of all, it it was, well, no. We're dealing with millionaires here, Jeff, okay? Every trip, people would come in, they'd make, like, 2.5 million bells. I just asked for a little taste. It's a little taste. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the hey, do rich. you want to explain to Gavin how that worked?
2: Uh, I had a friend who got six twenty-five prices. And this was early Ugh. on in the game. This was like week three of it being. Yeah, it's
1: like so a month ago, were, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was quite a while ago. People were really into it, and it was on a Tuesday, so like everyone still had their turnips. And they're an idiot and couldn't figure out how to make fences because I guess when you <laughs> do that to prevent people from just like running all over and creating havoc on your island, you have to kind of fence a path from the airport to the store. And he didn't know how to make fences. So I gave him 200 fences in exchange for 10% of whatever he made. <laughs> he took a but shot. he's completely incompetent. And he made the worst path. He couldn't figure out how to place the fences. So it went like 50 yards to the right. And then it curved up. And then it went left. And then up and then right. It was like a fucking Spartan course. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a nightmare. And he couldn't organize it himself. So then I came in and we had a two bodyguard system. And we used Turnip Exchange, which is a website where. You share your code, but you can pick how many people see it at a time. And as soon as we hit send to let people know that there was 625, 250 were in the list immediately. It was packed. It was great. It was a bizarre experience to have in this like cartoonish like family game that's supposed to be fun. And just seeing all these people with like really animated, cute characters being vicious over trying to profit over <laughs> their turnips.
1: It was clearly very unorganized because I was talking to you while this was going on, and you were sort of giving me... Updates every 10 or so minutes, but you were kind of it was every 10 minutes because you were just deep in the thick of it And I was like, oh my god, are you like (laughs) streaming this anywhere? And you said you weren't but the guy the guy whose island it was right was Streaming a different game, but it was your audio coming through the stream.
2: Yeah I didn't have a way to set up my switch to like stream So I had someone stream our party because we're using an Xbox party and so you could hear our audio
1: yeah, you sent me the link and I, it was just like footage of a different game. But all I could hear in the background <laughs> was you being like, no, 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 no! no put, put that thing down there. Okay, this person in red, they haven't paid. They have, that one. That. And it was just screaming about everything. It was like—it sounded like absolute chaos. I think that the fact that I couldn't see what was happening made it so funny. Like the moment I clicked the link, I just, I just rolled onto the floor laughing at how much chaos it was.
2: <laughs> I yelled for paid. three hours straight. It is the most exhausted I've ever been. How much money did you guys make? I think four million between the two of us. I think we both split two million each.
1: But I thought it was ten percent.
2: No, yeah, well, see that's the thing. He's an idiot. He couldn't run it by himself. So I was there. You hearing me yell was yelling at him, because he built the fucking most complicated course you could imagine. And then people had to drop stuff, and he didn't empty his inventory, and there's no way to store things. So he had like two spots. And then my game crashed, and I came back in, and he just dropped all of his shit where they dropped the money. So then I had to pick that. It was a fucking gong show. It was terrible. It was me yelling for two hours. I went to bed at like 8:30 p.m. because I just didn't feel like I had a soul. I was just stunned.
1: I put it. All, I I think Meg came in it because I was laughing and. It was just up on my TV at, like, pretty loud volume. And she was like, who's yelling? And then she was like, is that Andrew Pantin?" And I, I think all of her interactions with you have been you and, like, calm, very pleasant.
0: And she was like, what is
1: he screaming
0: about? <laughs> Turnip game is very important. I don't know that I've ever seen Andrew, yet, like, riled up before. It was pretty fierce.
2: Ooh. Can come, if we run an Animal Crossing story, you'll see it real quick.
0: <laughs> Things getting tense in those trenches You did something really sweet with that money though, right? Like you didn't, to be fair, you were also yeah. uh, You were kind of a philanthropist about it
2: Yeah, I, I just gave a bunch of it away Because I paid off my debt And I had like 6 million No, I had probably 8 million at that time And so I just started giving away million dollar amounts to people I gave like a million dollars to this woman Who had never played video games before And
0: this was like her first thing It was really sweet uh, like a party That is and really like went sweet yeah, yeah you showed me all the text from the guy who's like, my mom is so happy right now. You have no idea. You've made her day. It was really, really lovely. Yeah. So it wasn't like completely like terrible. That's the exact opposite experience you, you expect to have when you enter into the video game world and you start interacting with other people. So somebody gives you a million dollars in a game, not that they uh, insult your sex, race, creed, and family <laughs> all at once. <laughs> so, Andrew, uh, wh- how did things go wrong then? Because you were... Uh, you were telling me that you've uh, that you're ruined in Animal Crossing right now.
2: I really I thought Nintendo liked moms. It was a great <laughs> miscalculation by my part. They there was a turnip day on Mother's Day, and I thought there'd be zero percent chance that they would let people invest, especially potentially moms, go all in on turnips that week, not get a good return, not make like six hundred plus. I thought it was impossible, and I learned that week it was very possible. Nintendo does
0: not like moms. I can unfortunately report. <laughs> How much did you invest in turnips that week?
2: Uh, like 6.2 million. I went all in. I put oh all of the bells God. I had.
1: How many trips? Because that's filling your inventory several times.
2: Uh, yeah, well, it was all on my island. I, I stayed on my island, so it wasn't that bad. But I filled essentially my entire beach with turnips. Stacks of 100. <laughs> and then what would you sell them for? Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a, a, a thing. I didn't sell them. Cause it was terrible. I said I'd make a big day. Like I, I declared once again, like the tattoo thing. I declared I was gonna sell for somewhere between four hundred to six hundred, and I started at eighty, <laughs> went from eighty to seventy to sixty to fifty to forty. It just went down. There was no up days. It never went it's above like the ninety-five that I bought the in it. The worst
1: pattern you can have, I think. In it the, was in the t-
2: really bad. And so I felt like the only right thing to do because I declared that this was going to happen was you just kind of have to accept the losses. And so I let them all rot. My cash is
1: <laughs> Even at that lowest point, you you can still usually sell them for like 30, right? You could have made some, some of the money And my back. last
2: price was 42. But it, at that point, <laughs> like, I declared that I was going to have this big week and it didn't happen. So you just you die by the sword.
1: Oh, I'll be honest. In, in a recent Animal Crossing recording, I realized that Some of my bunny day junk was blocking one of my turnips because I was keeping them in that room. And I was gutted that I had one stack of rotten turnips (laughs) because that was like potentially 50,000 bells worth. You had an entire beach just riddled
0: with rotten turnips. Yeah. And I'm back. What happens to them as they, as the, I've never, I've never been dumb enough to let my turnips rot because they will rot after seven days and you can't, they have zero value. What, do they just turn a weird color and then how do you get rid of them?
2: I don't know how to get rid of them. That's a good question. I haven't <laughs> tried, but they turn uh, green and like they're missing chunks and like ants and stuff crawl all over. There's a visual <laughs> difference. I have no idea how to get rid of them.
0: Every beach uh, on your Animal Crossing Island is covered in rotten ant infested green turnips now? They're Not every
2: beach. About 70% of the beaches. This week I went all oh. in again. I literally sold everything I had of value. I sold I had a million dollar crown. Guess how much you get back on the million dollar crown if you sell
0: it. Oh no, how much?
2: Three hundred thousand. That's oh. it. Oh, That's it. I was expecting like 750, at worst, half a mil, but 300,000. I sold so much iron. I sold a lot of gold. I scratched my way to 800,000. I'm living on my beach in a car bed right now, but I bought (laughs) all turnips that I could. So it's like 75% rotten turnips and then 25%. I got some turnips this week. I got 800,000 of turnips. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm hoping to turn things around.
1: Well, what, are you, what have your prices been like this week? Is it looking good? Are we projecting a a, a nice spike?
2: It started out okay, then it went bad. This morning, one forty-five. So I don't oh. know. I'm on the fence. I like. I, should I sell? Should I wait?
1: <laughs>
2: I think knowing
0: your luck, yes. Dude, I may have to hit you up on that one forty-five because I still have I still have turnips to unload. I don't I don't want them to rot. One forty-five is not bad.
2: I think I might wait it out.
0: Or maybe maybe I should just butter up to Meg. And uh, <laughs> She's got good connections <laughs> Follow her through somebody's Follow her uh, through a door somewhere What does it feel like to watch Six and a half million dollars Worth of your work rot
2: Oh I don't know if I could put into words It was, you know, consistent disappointment I guess, if I had to summarize <laughs> it Each day got a little bit worse It wasn't like a grand emotional Like, thing, you know Where I was just deflated at the end of it I kind of accepted midway through the best outcome, because I was doing video updates every few days on my Twitter account of, of what was happening, that the funniest options were either I sold at a huge price or I lost absolutely everything. So it's a little bit mentally prepared.
1: Were you having offers to uh, sell at a high price and you just didn't want to leave your island? Apparently
2: aisle? every other person on the planet had a 600 bell week is what I learned. <laughs> I had, multi- I had like 10 messages. Everybody I know that plays the game had like 400 to 500. I was right for everybody except me apparently.
0: I don't know how these people do it. I've never seen over a like 194 on my island. God, I don't think I've even seen that high on mine.
2: A 145. <laughs> That's what I got God. today. Going well, 170 this afternoon, Jeff. You can come over.
0: 170 this afternoon.
2: I'm calling it 170. All
0: right, oh, if it's 170 guessing? this afternoon, I'm uh I'm taking a trip to Canada today. <laughs> I uh <laughs> I saw 24 the other day. I didn't know you could go that low. That really? Yeah. Somebody had a 24. That's terrible. It's pretty bad. You never see that when it's time to buy the turnips though. Like what's the lowest buy price you've ever seen? I think the lowest I've seen is 90, 90. I've seen That's 92. Yeah.
2: 92. I haven't seen below 90.
0: I want to say you always
1: buy between 90 and 110. Yeah. I've definitely never seen like they're on sale for 400
0: or 30. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I hope it works out for you this week, buddy. I hope you recoup some of your losses. Are you going to try to buy back all the shit you had to hawk? Are you getting, can you get it out of Hawk? Can you? <laughs> no, I don't, I think if I, I don't know how much I'd make at
2: 175, 800. I might be able to buy a new crown, but yeah, it's going to be a while. I might have to hire like the uh, Breaking Bad guy, just literally leave my <laughs> island. I'm in so much debt if I don't turn it around this week. <laughs>
0: It reminds me of this kid, a uh, very good friend of mine I was in the army with, uh, <clears throat> because I'm older, this is one million years ago, so I'm going to use terminology that might, you might not understand, Andrew, uh, like VHS player.
2: I'm not that, like, what? <laughs> of course I know what a VHS player <laughs> you're, is. You're, you're, you're
0: a young kid. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, is the, this is the old world. Uh, I, uh, I had this friend in the army who every month he would go broke. Column A, soldiers don't get paid anything. Column B, he was young and dumb with his money. So it was like a 50-50 thing there. But every month he would go and he would hawk uh he would pawn his VHS player for like $40. Why'd you keep calling it a VHS player? <laughs> VCR, whatever. He would call it spent so long I don't remember the terminology. He would hawk his VCR uh i think it's because it may not have been a vcr that's a video cassette recorder his might have been a vhs player i don't know that it recorded uh regardless uh <laughs> it wasn't regardless the whole point of VHS. Uh, i think the po- the point of vhs was to watch movies uh sure so he uh i think he uh he would pawn it for 40 dollars every month when he would run out of cash and then he would unpawn it for like 55 dollars and so he was putting himself like 15 bucks in the hole every month. And I could never get him to understand that that's what he was doing. He was, was like, no, dude, I need the money now. Then I'll have, the, I'll have the $55 later. That's not a problem. So I can get it back. I just need the $40 now. And it's like, I would be like, dude, you got to stop. You're losing money every month. He and he's like, like take, and he's like, looks at me like I'm an idiot. He was like taking out a mortgage on all of his belongings. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. And there was like for two weeks every month, he just couldn't watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever go to a? Did you ever go to a a, uh, a movie store and rent a VHS, Gavin?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I used to. I used to rent like Ace Ventura: Pet Detective over and over and over again. I must have rented it <laughs> like fifty quids worth.
2: Are you saying much- that could like a European thing, Jeff, or do you just not think that Gavin and I ever used VHSs? How no old do you think
0: of- we are? Well, Gavin's a little bit older, but uh, <laughs> you guys, I, I, listen, I, I, here's how old you guys are. You guys are, are so young that you remind me constantly how old I am. So I'm gonna, I am listened to when people tell me constantly, like all the Achievement Hunter guys, how fucking old I am. I take it to heart and I assume that you're all just young and dumb and have never experienced <laughs> anything before the year 2000. No, I think we're just dumb.
2: Yeah, no, definitely dumb. I only remember the VHS thing because uh, my Blockbuster had, what was the Chris Rock movie where he was like a rapper? Oh, CB4. CB4. My Blockbuster had a copy of CB4 for $120. I think it was just like what they were priced at. Maybe it was a pricing, just a mistake on their part. But it's sort of like a perfect example of how my brain works. I looked at that and then thought that that was the greatest movie of all time. For you because of its price (laughs) because of its price I I thought like wow this must be if they can sell this thing at $124 this is the most the greatest piece of cinema ever made. This is insane (laughs) One day maybe I'll be lucky enough to see this thing. I still haven't seen it You've never seen C before I haven't seen it. Well because it's the greatest movie of all time (laughs) I don't know if I can handle it. It's very attainable. (laughs) Yeah, but then like a decade later Maybe I saw it in a Best Buy and it was on DVD for like 20 bucks or $15, and it didn't occur to me that, oh, they mislabeled the price of Blockbuster, my mind immediately went to, this is a hell of a deal, we gotta get in on this, we gotta buy this now, <laughs> 15 bucks for CB4? This is a savings.
1: I, I wanna challenge you to try and sell that movie on eBay for over $100, and put like put like <laughs> a year on it, and see if you anyone
0: will buy it.
2: That's a, I'll take that challenge.
0: I hope you're ready to lose. (laughs) What's the most you've ever paid for a VHS tape or a DVD? Hmm. I
1: spent $60 on Dawn of the Dead because it's like out of print and it doesn't stream anywhere. We were doing like a Of the Dead marathon Mm. at Halloween and I was really annoyed to (laughs) spend $60 on a Blu-ray.
0: I, I don't know if the CB4 thing uh is uh was a common deal but I do know uh back in the pre-DVD days I was a real big fan of this movie growing up called Rad and it's a BMX movie and uh it uh it was just hard to find it was rare and I wanted to see it so badly one time I saved up and I I bought the VHS tape for $80 on Amazon and it did not hold up <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good use of my money not even like a fun bad way uh yeah but uh, i mean I, I was like 22 at the time or something and so all i could see was the 80 dollars that i was no. that i no longer had <laughs> when i was when i was watching this kid try to learn how to do a backflip and falling on a on a mattress for two hours
2: i don't think i have anything like that i don't i don't think i've ever gone all in on a, a movie it's t- like if i'm buying something dumb like
1: that it's gonna be cheap i don't know if it's because we're recording this podcast i threw up in my mouth did you really i just threw up (laughs) (laughs) it was it wasn't even for any reason it was just a a bad burp
0: (laughs) you okay i i can't think of a better place to end it than gavin throwing up in his mouth why did that happen Uh, All right. Well, that's about as much fucking and facing as I think I can handle for one week. So, uh, and we don't want to run through all of our, <laughs> all of our, our uh, supply of faces in the first episode so uh with that i guess if you enjoyed this and i hope you did uh if you're still listening you must not have hate you're either andrew's mom or uh, you didn't hate it <laughs> so uh if you could like and subscribe uh leave us a review believe it or not that stuff matters uh especially in this crowded podcast world where there's more than a million podcasts and ours is named face but F-face. leave it on yelp yeah leave, leave the, help even. <laughs> the uh the odds are stacked against this so if you could leave a review and give us a good rating on spotify or itunes or wherever the fuck it is you listen to podcasts we would really really appreciate it and i highly recommend you follow andrew's twitter uh because you'll see a lot of this stuff happening live and that's at andrew panton a-n-d-r-e-w-p-a-n-t-o-n uh to a lesser degree you might want to follow gavin and i we are not as funny He is at Gavin Free, spelled as it sounds, and I am at Jeff L. Ramsey, and that is not spelled as it sounds. That is G-E-O-F-F-L-R-A-M-S-E-Y. Not my fault. My mom did it. She faced me out of the womb with a dumb name (laughs) that's hard to spell. Andrew, I love you. Gavin, I love you. Uh, Audience, uh, I don't know you that well, but uh, I deeply like you. We'll see you next week. Love you lots. Bye. Bye.